What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched SummerSlam 1992. Did you? I did. Yeah. Nice. It's a good one. It's always a good one. You know, fucking main events still like the best. Yeah, the Bret Hart and Bruce Bulldog uh, match. Yeah. I actually watched it for the first match of the show. Do you know uh, what that is by chance? Huh? Do you know what the first match on that show was by chance? Because that's why I put the show on, and then I watched all of it. Oh, uh-huh. It's a tag team match uh-huh. between Money Incorporated and the Legion of Doom. Nice. It was one where apparently Hawk was so fucked up that instead of wrestling for the tag team championships, they were moved to the opening card, which wasn't a good thing in 1992 right. like it is today. And we're forced to face Money, Inc. in a mean-nothing match. And yeah. if you watch it, Hawk does seem to be out of it here and yeah. there. So, um, Yeah. Did you watch The Dark Side of the Ring? Yeah. Is that what made you mm-hmm. want to watch it? Yep. Yeah. I didn't get to watch that yet this week. Um, it was fucking amazing. It was yeah. fantastic, dude. I figured. They had so. such good interviews from so many good people. Paul right. and... Uh, it's always good to hear Precious Paul talking about those days. So, That's dope. Of course, Animal. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. That's great. Um, it was good, though. Yeah. Nice. It's been one of my favorites this season. Like, oh, okay. yeah. I think Benoit was still oh, the yeah. best one of the season, Benoit but it was also a double episode. Yeah, it was so good. Herb Abrams was really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. I like that one, too. Yeah. And then we got Owen next, the last one. Is the next I'm one pretty the sure last the one? next one's the last one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested in that. Me, too. Because did you see, and I think I added it for news and rumors, but uh, Martha's actually releasing merch. Yes, which is cool. Martha is on Talk is Jericho from Friday's episode. Oh, I didn't and know that. And I'm about halfway through the okay. interview right now, That's and it's dope. been really fucking good. That's dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to tell you about it, I'm but I put that on. so far behind, I didn't get to it until right. today. So, so nice. yeah. Um, all right. Anyway. Uh, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank we started off that. this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed most of it. Um, but we'll start off pre-show was Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Yeah, uh, it was alright. Right, it was a Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro pre-show match. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was whatever. decent, but it, yeah. Jeff Hardy won, of course, because mm-hmm. Cesaro never wins anything ever. So, uh, and then we started off the for real show with the New Day versus Miz and Morrison versus Lucha House Party versus Forgotten Sons. This actually would have been a pretty good match if one. There would have been a crowd mm-hmm. because the kind of match they had need, needed a crowd. Yeah. And two, if I wouldn't have forgotten about the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, that's true. Um, I always forget about those guys. I do too. Same with Dre. No, motherfuckers act like they forgot about Dre. Oh, yeah. I did. I'm just putting on an act. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, New Day retained. So that happened. Yeah, it did. Big E. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. The big uh, ending, yeah. Right. And then uh, Bobby Lashley ended up taking on our truth. Yeah, so MVP comes out to wrestle our truth <laughs> like was booked. Mm-hmm. And then just Bobby Lashley comes out and is wrestling our yeah. truth instead. Yeah, I don't. And then they wrestled, and right. Bobby Lashley, of course, won. Yeah. I don't. Like, our truth's going to win that match. Right. <laughs> no. 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 Um, yeah. And. Then Bailey took on Tamina, 
which was the biggest travesty of the whole night. Yeah, I was really hoping Tamina would pick up the victory here, but yeah. Bailey won. She did. Although they did a little kind of tease a little bit more animosity between Bailey and Sasha, so hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be getting that soon if we're not going to yeah. get. They they did some more last night too. Okay. Uh, on SmackDown, which we'll get to. But... Yeah, I didn't know because yeah. I didn't see what happened. I put it on while I fell asleep. So. Got to that. I think that's the last thing I watched. Fair enough. Um, Bray Wyatt took on Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Yes. Uh, I I liked the story in this match. This was a lot of, to me. This actually, was I thought the five minutes or so they wrestled was was well, good yeah. too. Yeah, it wasn't much, but right. I thought it was fun. But then I liked the whole, you know, Bray comes up with the sheet mask. Mm-hmm. Or I'm sorry, Braun comes up with the sheet mask on. Yeah, and Bray's like, I found him. I told him I'd find you if he just let me. And then Braun running power slammed him and. One, one. Yeah. retains, right, and then they immediately teased that the fiend was coming after him. So, yep. how about that? Yeah, it's exactly how I <clears throat> figured it would go. Like, yeah, it beats Funhouse Bray, and then it has to bring the fiend. Yeah, out. no, you called this exactly. <clears throat> yep, yep. So I win. Um, and I told you it was going to be him. You didn't believe me. No, I didn't actually. Yeah. See, uh, Drew McIntyre. Beat Seth Rollins um, for the WWE Championship to retain. This was the best um, wrestling match on the card. Yeah, really good fucking wrestling, and I loved. I didn't even win my match of the week. This was a really good um, fucking match. I'd have to think about that, but yeah, uh, I believe there's potential for now. And if we come across something yeah, else as we go, we'll, we'll fix it. And I really like the after match thing with this. Uh, it was interesting. Yeah. I was wondering what it was leading to, mm-hmm. which I guess I'm still wondering we, what it's leading to. I mean, we have some more on Monday. Yeah, but it's more kind of like a tease of what right. is going on. We which makes it the really picture. interesting. Yeah. It did make it more interesting. And I I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in this Seth character. Uh, yeah, we're going to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. And then we had the ladder match. Yes. And this was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was. See, for the women, we had Oscar, Shayna, Nia, Dana, Lacey, and Carmella. And for the men, we had Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, AJ Styles, Otis, and King Corbin. Yeah, so it started off, which was cool. They did something which is not very WWE like. They did something a little bit slightly different for the men and women introductions. Mm-hmm. The men kind of showed up in the weight room together. And the women all appeared in front of the elevators, like in the lobby or what the fuck ever. Yeah. And then, um, so the men just start fighting there in the weight room or whatever. And the women are all like, where the fuck's Asuka? Because Asuka never showed up. And then she's up on a fucking balcony and jumps (laughs) off the second floor onto everybody. And then Uh gets in the elevator and takes off. But she's being Asuka the whole fucking time. So she's dancing around and yelling and screaming and overreacting. And it's fucking amazing. You know who she is? She's Oscar. She's fucking Bugs Bunny. <laughs> like, that's her goddamn character throughout this. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. When he's fucking Doc? with Elmer Fudd right. and Daffy that's who and she is. She's fucking Duck Bugs season. Bunny. Rabbit um, season. Duck season. Right. Uh, and let's see. Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio got killed. Baron Corbin just fucking chucked him off the roof. Or so, or so we thought. There was a and, shot that they did where I saw the other roof because I was looking yeah. for it after they got thrown off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's still a pretty decent fall. Yeah. They'll be off TV for a couple weeks. Yep. No. We'll get to that later. <laughs> no. No. 
Um, and then the whole yeah. building's only eight stories, though. That's like the yeah. way they shot it was to make it. Well, yeah, a bit deceiving. They always have. Um, <clears throat> I mean, eight stories is still a hell of a fall, but well, yeah. you know, I mean, eight stories is at least eighty feet because mm-hmm. the story's at least at least 10, ten feet, right? So it's probably closer to ninety or hundred at least, but ninety-five. Well, it's just caught in the middle. So okay, 95. sure. Yes. Um, yeah, and then the finishes were great. Uh, you know, Oscar <laughs> gets down to being the last woman. Actually, I disagree. I thought this was dumb. I don't. I thought it was hilarious. Her and Baron Corbin fighting each other was stupid because <laughs> there was obviously two briefcases. Right. And it wasn't Baron Corbin. It was Oscar that was like freaking out about. It. Baron was like trying to tell her, like, "No, there's two. We can both win." Right. She's like, "No, I'm gonna win." And just knocked him off the fucking ladder. See, that's why I loved it because Oscar don't give a fuck. She's like, I'm winning this <laughs> shit. You get away. I don't give. I don't care who you are. Uh, yeah. And then um, for the men's, well, yeah. And then Oscar wins. Mm-hmm. And then for the men's, uh, it was AJ Styles and who's up there with him? The Baron. I think it was Baron. I think it was Baron Corbin up there with him. Yeah, and there it was because <clears throat> I thought Baron was going to win it at that right. point. Yeah, and they were both up there. They both took it down. And took it down and were fighting over it, and they fumbled it. And it's because Elias came in. That's right. Elias, Elias popped came into in. the ring and hit Baron Corbin in the back with, with a guitar. guitar yeah. And that caused him to obviously let go of the briefcase, which then AJ wasn't expecting. And it caused him to like, whoa, it almost fall, and he fumbled the briefcase so he didn't yeah. fall right into the hands of Otis. Otis. Like Otis is your money in the bank yeah. winner, and the way he looked and everything, his facial expression and everything was, and AJ's on the ladder was fantastic. Right. They all did yeah. a great job. It was with it. so good. I there were so it. many great spots with AJ freaking out of a, mm-hmm. a picture of the Undertaker. Yeah, and for some reason the Undertaker yeah. had his own room. Yeah, it's his office. There was a there was a spot where Baron Corbin threw a, a weight through a mirror. <laughs> yeah, and his facial reaction was just fucking priceless. There was a spot where Dana Brooke ran into a conference room and mm-hmm. there was a money in the bank briefcase hanging over a conference table and she like actually thought she won and Stephanie McMahon's like what are you doing the briefcase is on the roof right you know that <laughs> there was a spot where AJ uh, and Daniel Bryan fight in Vince McMahon's office yeah which is actually that was his real office uh-huh. yeah yeah. And Vince was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And so they freaked out. And then when they get out of it, like, they're like, oh, we're so sorry. Daniel mm-hmm. Bryan even did like a Japanese bow of apology to him or whatever. Right. So they leave. And then Daniel's like, oh, man, you were such a pussy in front of Vince. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. It's fantastic. He's like, well, you suggested we put the chairs back. And AJ's like, I guess I did, huh? <laughs> and then they start fighting again. Yeah. It was uh, just so many good so spots good. through it. It was so mm-hmm. cheesy and stupid, and I loved it. Right. It was fantastic. It was like a, what, half hour, 45 minute like TV show episode. It was mm-hmm. just, yeah, it was phenomenal. It was nice because the whole um, show was like less than two hours and 45 yeah. minutes, which was so nice. I know. So I know. nice. I'm loving these shorter WWE pay-per-views. Right. Yeah, like the big four, I'm fine. Make yeah, those make four those hours. Three to four hours, that's yeah, fine. I'm okay with four for those. And then these ones, yeah, two and a half I'm to okay three. I'm okay with every WrestleMania being two days again. Yeah, that's true too. Two days, but they both. Four hour be. Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Two and a half to at maximum three every once yeah. in a while for all the others. Right. And takeovers, two and a half. Mm hmm. Five well, matches, twenty minutes each. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not takeovers anymore, but in your house we'll takeovers, right? In your house, yeah. In my house, probably. I, like I hope they come here and fight. That'd be dope. 
That would be. Cool. I hope every. I hope every match is just in somebody's house. Yeah. That would be amazing. Random peoples or whatever. Right. That would be fantastic. I'm on board with that. <laughs> yeah. It's just literally in people's houses. Actually, yeah. I take... Well, that and I hope they give away a house again. Again? Yeah, that would be sweet, too. <laughs> I would sell it for tax reasons, but I would totally try right. to win it. Oh, yeah. For sure. But yeah, that was Money in the Bank. Right. That was. It was a good show. It was. Overall. I enjoyed it. Some um, of the wrestling matches were just whatever, but... They were there, Again, but it's just hard to get... Right, with no crowd. With no crowd. Yeah. And that's what, like, I mean, everything that's happening obviously sucks, but the one thing we did get good about it is these cinematic matches yeah, these are, are a lot These of are neat. <clears throat> I don't want them all the time, but, like, I don't want how every main been, event to be these. But Yeah, how they've been using them, I think, is fine. If they put one on each show, I'm fine with that. I wish... I think the Funhouse could have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't on the same level as the other two. It was too short, in my opinion. That um, that one needed to be longer right. to have more details to better explain what the fuck was going on. Yeah. I don't think that story's done. If that's the case, that's fine, but we think these things all the time, and the story's done, man. They don't right. continue shit anymore in WWE. That's true. I mean, it might take another five years. But... I would be fine with it. I just don't know if it'll ever mm-hmm. happen. Because I'm hoping when Bray's contract's up, if wrestling's happening again, he gets the fuck out of WWE. Yeah. yeah. It was in New Japan. Because, um, goddamn, I love Bray Wyatt in New Japan. He'd go to AEW, though. Yeah. I know he would. Team him back up with Matt Hardy and the Elite. And... I want I want to see Bray Wyatt and Tomohiro Ishii be the tag team champions. Oh, God, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. Monday Night Raw. Brother, brother. Brother, brother. Um, we kicked off with probably, I mean, this is obvious, this is my segment of the week. This was cool. Fuck yeah. This Um, was cool. Like, so Becky comes out and she's carrying the money in the bank briefcase and I'm like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. She said she had a big announcement. Yes. Uh. Which I didn't know she had a big announcement. Right. And that's why, so they, uh, cause you know, all last week. They mentioned that she was going to confront the Money in the Bank winner, so this is why. And yeah, she's coming out with the Money in the Bank briefcase and calls her and starts saying something. Then Oscar comes out, right? Like, why do you have my briefcase? Like, what the fuck? Right. And then she tells her, she's like, I talked to management, and this wasn't for the briefcase or the contract. This was actually for the title. She said you probably she, couldn't open it because it has a lock, but let me just right. put the combination in and opens it up mm-hmm. and it's the title. And Oscar goes full fucking Oscar. She's like, mine for me? And right. just goes fucking nuts and she runs up and she's trying to kick the announcers out you of the your, fucking show. You made her sound like Scooby-Doo. Maybe. I'm sorry. <laughs> just that saying. wasn't my intent. <laughs> That's, what That's like. great, That's though. That's good, though. Um... Yeah, and jumps on the announcer's <laughs> desk and then runs back. She's telling him to leave and yeah. get out. And, oh, right. man. Yeah, she's she dancing out. around. It and, was so good. And she's like, yeah, you can be the champ because I'm going to go be a mom. And she's right. just like, her expression, like yeah. she broke Asuka. I don't think right. Asuka knew. I, I don't still either. don't think Asuka knew. I don't knew. think she did either. And she broke Asuka mm-hmm. and it took Asuka a second. Like, yeah. what the fuck do I do? Right? Are you serious? Like, hey, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, the, yeah, it was just so well done. Yeah. And 
Yeah, it was I mean, kind of thought she was retiring at first. That's too. what I thought, because I didn't and, know she was making an announcement. Like, this mm-hmm. was out of left field to me, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. She's crying. That's not good. No. And I was like, wait a minute. She said good and bad news. What mm-hmm. the fuck? And Drips is like, she's preggers. And I'm like, oh, she might be yeah. preggers. And then she's preggers. See, mine was, I thought she was, like, leaving... Because there had been rumors for a while that she was in a Marvel movie and getting, like, a yeah, decent Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I <coughs> forgot about yeah. that. And that's where my mind went, that she was going to leave to go film a Marvel movie. And Makes sense. she had to be off TV for right. too long and blah, blah, blah. But, nope, she's having a baby. Right. Her and Seth, too. Yes. So, which they didn't... She didn't mention there. And then... Because the, I, I was wondering if they were going to mention that it was his or not. Mm-hmm. And then later they finally yeah. do. But... Um, because that was my thought, too, that maybe it wasn't his. <laughs> I, after Even after she announced it, I was like, what if it's not Seth's? I mean, and that's why they didn't mention it. That's right true. There. That's true. Like That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but, It is. Yeah. Or it seems like it is. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah she walks off and uh, then goes backstage and everyone's, like, congratulating her and giving her hugs and... Yes. There's all kinds of people there. Mm-hmm. It was dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, the even our troop. So. And then we had a no DQ match between Bobby Lashley and Umberto Carrillo. Yeah, fuck this. Yeah. Who cares? Bobby, Bobby Lashley won. Mm-hmm. Right. With some chair stuff. Whatever. So, yeah. I just, I don't care about don't it. Don't care. MVP was there again, mm-hmm. though. They're kind of teasing like something's going to happen between these two. Yeah. I'd rather listen to MVP talk than Lana, so... Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. All day, every day. Yeah, they tease a little bit later. Yeah. Um, oh, was that later on? I thought that was, like, right after the match. I didn't watch Raw, mm. so I didn't... <clears throat> it might have been, I don't know. Fair enough. But, yeah, they... And Lana does this weird fucking scream, because she didn't even, like, hear what he said, and then he made, like... MVP made a small comment, and she just starts screaming. I can't, I can't stand Lana. No. Like... I'd rather see Baron Corbin than Lana on my TV. And it's not like... Yeah. I don't like him. Like, I don't like The Miz when The Miz is... No, I don't fucking want to see Lana on my TV. No. Where are the good women, man? Like, Sensational Sherry and shit. Right? 92 SummerSlam was the story where she's obviously with Sean. Mm Mm-hmm. But Rick the model Martell's been like flirting with her and shit. Okay. She's kind of been like smiling and flirting back. And the whole match ends with them fighting over who's going to carry her back <laughs> after she got knocked down at ringside. That's great. And she's faking that she's out <coughs> cold and shit. And like she gets up and looks at him and is like, oh, I'm back out. So they're paying attention to <laughs> yeah. her. So good. I love Sherry. She was great. Mm-hmm. One of the best. Fuck yeah. Then um, we had a Karatazawa take on Angel Garza. Mm-hmm. Um. And Garza picks up the win. Surprise. Because everyone else was there. Okay. So. Yeah, shenanigans. Tozawa's, you know, the best jobber in the world, basically. On Raw. Yeah. He's a competitor and in contention for a Cruiserweight Championship in NXT, so. Right, right. He's only a jobber here. But yeah. And then? Yep. (coughs) Um, Garza, or yeah, Drew McIntyre came out. With the, there was some shit going on between the four mm-hmm. and Zelina's crew, and Drew came out and uh, <clears throat> hit Austin Theory with a Claymore. And yeah, 
Andrade and McIntyre stood face to face. So then we got Andrade versus Drew McIntyre. Which yes. was a decent match. Champion versus champion. Mm-hmm. I bet they could have a good match together. Yeah. Didn't they wrestle in NXT? Yeah. Didn't Drew beat? Yeah, that's why. Andrade yeah. for the NXT I think championship? So. Right. So, and Drew won, obviously. Because you're not going to have your WWE champion. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they had your WWE champion mm-hmm. lose to the. Well, he is the United States champion. Yeah. So he's supposed to be important. Right. And then he got a promo. Um, cut a promo afterwards and here we find out that some bullshit's happening again um, because just out of nowhere next week it's going to be Drew McIntyre or it's the match everyone wants yes everybody wants this match (laughs) Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin yes because it's part of the new brand invitational yeah horseshit wild card wild card it's dumb. It's stupid. Right. And fuck Baron Corbin. I don't want to see Baron Corbin on my TV. No. No. Ever. No. He's not that good. No. Not at all. I think they're doing this on purpose with him. It's, I so, mean, it's so we all forget how much we hated Roman Reigns because we're too busy, like, legit hating Baron Corbin yeah. and not just booing Roman Reigns. Yeah. Even though we didn't actually hate Roman Reigns. Because no. he was good. Right. We hated, the, we hated the shit they they put him through. Um, Suffering succotash. Oh, Alexa, um, we had a moment of bliss. Yes. With uh surprising return. The return of the Iconics. Love it. Um, they're hilarious. I was hoping they were going to change up a little bit, but... No. <coughs> no. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. They're fucking hilarious. They I They are. Them. So a little change to appearance, entrance, music, just a little something-something to freshen it up. Right. It's been quite a while since we've seen them, since they lost their belts. Yeah. They want them back. Yeah. But they're not getting a title shot. But they're getting a shot, a match. Yeah. Or maybe a shot. Right. If they win. Right. Maybe. Whatever. We'll see. It's the future now. So that's what happened. And then the Iconic, yeah, they had a non-title match. And the Iconics won. Yes. Iconic! So... Oh, and this was... (laughs) I loved this. This was fucking great. Uh, Rey Mysterio was being interviewed by Charlie Caruso. Okay. And um, was talking about getting thrown off the roof, but there was another roof and blah, 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 blah. blah. Uh, And then Seth Rollins came up and Mysterio's congratulating him and Seth looks just like all disheveled. His hair is all frozen. Sticking out out all over the place. And and, like he's just whatever. And... Yeah, Ray's congratulating him, goes to shake his hand, and Seth just turns around and walks away. Like a fucking zombie or something. Yeah, and Ray <laughs> just... What a dick! Yeah, his <laughs> delivery was just perfect. Like, that was the best part. Just just stared for, like, three seconds. And just, <laughs> what a dick. It was fucking wonderful. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, oh, and then we saw our truth turned into Pretty Ricky. Oh, that happened. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Remember Pretty Ricky? Yeah. Yeah. With the teeth and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane Thorne, Brendan Vink, and MVP took on Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and Pretty Ricky. So. Yeah. Didn't Truth's teeth fall out or something to cause a distraction? Yeah. For the yeah. end? 
Yeah, he, uh, MVP punched the teeth out, and then MVP was surprised that the teeth came out and hit him with the uh, lie detector. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, good times. Good times. And then Bobby Lashley uh, came and attacked Truth after, so. Yeah. Looks like, yeah, they're teaming up. Mm hmm. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah, some of their teasing it, so. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And Jinder Mahal was interviewed by Charlie Caruso. Kind of seems like he's uh, doing a face turn. We'll see. I kind of hope it's like a swerve face turn, and he makes friends with Drew McIntyre again, Just and then swerve turns him. on yeah, him, me too. and we get that feud. Me too. Um, I really want that feud. Yeah. yeah. Really want that feud. Right. I don't know why. Well, because I was really starting to dig gender when he went away. Mm-hmm. Right? He got hurt, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I was starting to like him. Like, his title run was too quick and stupid and not good. And then after that, he's, they started to build him like they should have done before he got the title. Right. And, yeah, he was enjoying his work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Shayna Baszler was interviewed, and she was asked about Becky's... Dude, this interview was fucking fire. It was great. This she, was yeah, fantastic. She was interviewed about Becky's... Uh, Pregnancy and yeah, basically, I was like, you know, how dumb do you gotta be to get knocked up while you're the champion? And, uh, that said that her kid's gonna suck. And, like, look at his father and just ripping on it all. It was great, it was good. I loved it, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and then Ray Mysterio and Alistair Black took on Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. And I do believe that was our... No, it wasn't. Okay. This was like the 10 o'clock hour, I think. 10 o'clock hour. But this was really fun match, obviously. And um, the ending came... Seth got disqualified because... um, I don't even remember why. It doesn't even say... Because why not? Um, yeah, because it was a weird disqualification. Yeah, it but was then, one of those like, stupid ones. I do remember that. Yeah. And then Buddy um, was about to attack Ray after, and Seth just came over and threw Buddy out of the way and starts beating the hell out of Ray. And one of the most brutal-looking things I've seen in a while takes him over and just shoves his eye into the corner of the ring steps. Right. Like... Fuck your eye. <laughs> and just grinds it there for a good... I mean, it was like a good minute. Yeah, I saw that. Like, he, like, pulled the mask up and mm-hmm. shit, too, to make sure he got it yeah, pointed got the it. stare nice and deep into the eye socket. Yeah, it looked brutal. It did look brutal. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. done really well. I enjoyed And then it. he's, like, bleeding from the eye afterwards and stuff. <laughs> right. It was great. Um, yeah. And then... Um... We had a basketball game. Yes. The Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders, which was... Well, they had two games. Uh, the Street Profits just, like, dominated the Viking Raiders, and then, like, they showed, mo- you know, decent amount. And 74 then, to 2, I yeah. think, was the final uh-huh. score or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then the Viking Raiders... Um, they did, like, one, and then the Viking Raiders were doing all this fancy shit. And, yeah, it was weird. Um, there's one spot where I don't know one of the Viking Raiders makes a, a shot or something yeah and like when he shoots it there's windows in the background and it's nighttime when he shoots the ball and it's daytime when the ball sinks into the hoop it That's was fantastic great. it was so good so, so it made me happy on my insides to catch that right um and just, why am I watching basketball on my wrestling yeah, I don't TV understand. I don't get it I don't know 
Just like they're they had doing to do that fucking ride along thing with the Viking Raiders. They're making the Viking Raiders look stupid. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Um, Which they were in AEW. And Shayna Baszler took on Natalia. Uh, lasted like a minute, <clears throat> and Baszler won. Whoop de doo. And we got Edge and Orton uh, in the main event segment. Um, so, Shane, so technically, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia was the main event match. Yeah, this is the main event. But Orton and Edge again. Yeah, we're getting another. But so this is I, I love, like this too. I did, I did too. I, I thought this. this was fantastic <laughs> because you know Edge Orton comes out and it's like you know Edge, you've been hiding behind these gimmick matches. You know, you come in. Uh, in the Royal Rumble and you come in and you know we do this no disqualification match but you know I'm the better wrestler and you can't wrestle anymore yeah. so I just want you to have a pure wrestling match and I liked it um it's rare that it makes mm-hmm. sense that you have the gimmick <coughs> matches first and right. Right, usually it builds that's the blow off but no right. they did it this time yeah. they made it, and make it sense, makes which was nice it does it makes total sense like, and it was easy how fucking hard was right. that it took you guys this long to figure that out <laughs> right like fuck <clears throat> yeah it was really well done it was. except for the ending the very ending yeah the very because ending Charlie Caruso just comes in and says and if that match happens that could possibly be the greatest match of all time Cut to black. Cut to black, yeah. Like, what the... It's Charlie Caruso. Yeah, there was no... She's always doing weird shit. It should have just been silence and then, like, and go back with them staring at each other. Yep. But that was Monday Night Raw, and that takes us to Super (sighs) Powers! Yes, NWA with a new episode back on our television. And William Corgan giving us a pre- and post-show little welcome and then an an update on what's going to be happening in the upcoming future with... Yeah. With NWA. Right. So we'll get to that, but yeah. let's start off with the start of Superpower. Mm-hmm. Start of Superpower was. Thanks. I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm trying to get past. Oh, we had. Um, Maddie Max. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, against Camille, right? Hold on. That was not a good one. Let's see what I got. Um, I'm trying to remember. I know. Oh no, we had yeah the Rock and Roll. Is this it? Rock and Roll Express versus yeah, that's it. We did had the Rock and Roll Express versus Aaron Stevens and the question mark. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll get there. That's later. Okay. Um, yeah, that was exactly what you expected it to mm-hmm. be. I like the new guy that's with the question mark. He's big. I don't remember what mm-hmm. his name was. But yeah. basically, at one point, he tried to run away and got from, like, one turnbuckle to the other and was out of breath and had to, like, sit down. Question mark Jr. There you go. Question mark Jr. And had to go sit down and catch his breath up mm-hmm. against the apron of the ring. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I like that. That's good. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, Rock and Roll ended up winning. And then that's when Tre- yeah, Trevor Murdoch came out <clears throat> for Stevens. And then that's when... Question Mark Jr. came out, which was good. And we had uh, Melina and Thunder Rosa and Allison K. Yeah. Uh, all cut in pro- promo and shit. 
Thunder Roses so. was good. I enjoyed her promo. Mm-hmm. She cut a fire promo too. She did. But I I she didn't Rose. need the other two, and there's nobody better than her. And the look on Melina's like Melina's facial expressions were perfect mm-hmm. throughout Thunder's promo. So. Yeah. And then she uh, challenged the three of them to, or the two of them to a champ three way. Yes. At the Crockett Cup, which I hope I yeah. It didn't happen. It did. It might happen. still eventually. Right. Hopefully, we'll see. But it didn't. Right. Um, Tim Storm took on Jax Dane. Uh, with if he beats yes. Jax Dane, he gets five minutes. Was it five minutes? I think it was five minutes with yeah, Danny Deals. with Danny Deals. So, yep. <clears throat> and guess what? He won. He did win. And he got five minutes with Danny Deals. It was a fun and, enough match. Yeah, it was an art. I like them giving us some more backstory on who Jax Dane was and why mm-hmm. he's important. Because I don't yeah. know him. I didn't know who mm-hmm. he was. He's impressive looking, but I don't know you. Right. You're not my mom. <coughs> <laughs> And then I liked when he got the five minutes with deals. Deals like brought out the mama storm. <laughs> get up, like you can't beat up your own mom. Like, which was yeah, it's great. good. I loved it. Yes. Um, and then we had Ashley Vox versus Marty Bell versus Tasha Steeles. Yes, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Tasha Steeles picked up the victory. Yes, she did. Um, and then. We had a promo from Eddie Kingston, Eli Drake, and James Storm. This was fantastic. God, yeah. All three. I loved uh, when Ed, uh, Eddie Kingston's little thing, when like the crowd interrupted him and he kind of went off for a second. Yeah. Like That was really good. And, that was good. And then, I mean, obviously, James Storm was always fantastic. And Eli Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The best part was Eli's going. You know, he was the last to speak, so he's kind of going, and he gets. You can tell he's into it, and he's firing up, and mm-hmm. he just goes. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. And like you can see the look on Storm's face is like, what the fuck? And they look over, and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. Great. That was fantastic. Love it. It was well done. Um. Marty Skrull and Brody King uh, took on Nick Aldis and Thomas Latimer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, then some, you know, Camille came out. Yes. Tried some distraction and strictly been business. Business and picked up, pick the, up win. the win. Yes, they did. Because they are strictly business. Mm-hmm. And they are not doing business with villain enterprises. No. Nope. Oh. Not at all. Um, and then, yeah, we got our, uh, William Corrigan, William Patrick Corrigan. Just the main event. Yeah. We um, did forget one little thing. Oh, where, the Camille thing. Yeah. Where she, uh. It was yeah. like a video package mm-hmm. of her, like her story, but she was narrating it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Or at least I assume that was her. Yeah. So. Right, because, yeah, she, uh. She had a match. Didn't she have a match or was yeah, it after she was it after this? I mean, Maybe it was part of the video package. But yeah, because he tries to interview her. One, uh, I don't remember who it was. But the one guy whose name I can never remember. Yeah. Not Joe and yeah. not Sean. Right. The and other. not Dave. Right. But the other the guy. The other guy. Yes. Um 
And yeah, she just looks and then the video package starts, which mm-hmm. I kind of liked. So Yeah. <coughs> yep. And then, yeah, William Patrick Corgan tells mm-hmm. us that he had an idea for other shows mm-hmm. for the NWA, and that's what we're going to get. Yeah. We're going to see how it goes next week at 6.05 with the debut of... Carnyland. Carnyland. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's going to be... There's, like, no concept I mean, They didn't tell us so, nothing. That's it. Nope, we know it's, it's just, called Carnyland and debuts next week yep. at 6.05 on guess, YouTube. Guess where I'm going to be at 6.05. <laughs> Probably the same place I always am. Yep. Trying to take over the world. Yep. By watching a... Or... NWA. NWA. Speaking of AEW, AEW. that takes us on to Dark. Yeah. I didn't watch again this week. I did, and Mm -hmm. I didn't pay any attention to it because it's the same squash matches. Right. Uh, Colt Cabana took on Sean Dean in the first match. Colt won. Colt won. Mm -hmm. Jurassic Express took on Mike Reed and Ryan Rembrandt. Jurassic Express won. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Private Party took on Lee Johnson and Musa. Lee Johnson and Musa lost. Yep. And Ten took on John Cruz. Ten beat the shit out of John Cruz. Yep. And Phoenix took on Alan Angels. And Phoenix beat Alan Angels. And Chris Statlander took on my girl, Danny Jordan. This was the best match of the show. <clears throat> this yeah. is the only one I actually watched from beginning to end. Great. It's fucking fantastic. It's fucking, yeah. Fucking love it. I, I like Statlander so, won. So good. Like happy for Danny Jordan, like yeah, you know, no one knew about her. She shows up on NWA, and now then she shows up for these. Actually, she was on AEW first. Or yeah, she had the yeah she, she had the one on the rose yeah for like October ago. or November right. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then yeah, the she had that little and but then the, the NWA only thing, thing really showed her. But I, I will say, okay, I was disappointed mm-hmm. that. The announcers didn't know what her burn book was, uh, and were joking about her maybe trying to steal the librarian gimmick because she okay. brought a book to the ring. Uh, and I thought that was a little right. Like, man, she's been there like on on your TV for weeks now in the audience front right. row. Like everybody knows she's a wrestler because she's already wrestled there. Yeah. She, you should at least <laughs> know her character enough to know. Right. You know about Pineapple Pete. Fucking. We'll get to him yeah. on which is next. AEW? No, there was one more man. Oh, what else? Cassidy took on Oh, that's right. Or no, there was so many. There's eight, nine. There's so many matches. Hold on. Yeah, Cassidy won. Britt Baker took on Skylar Moore. Yeah, that was actually a pretty solid match too, but Britt Baker won. And then Jimmy Havoc uh, took on Luther in a no-DQ match. This was actually pretty cool. And Mm -hmm. except for, well... I liked Kip Sabian being there, like cheering Jimmy on, and at one point he stopped Luther from doing something. He's like, you're not going to hurt my friend, which I thought was really well. Yeah. There's no DQ match. Why the fuck wasn't he just beating the shit out of him the whole fucking time and helping Havoc out? Yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. But, you know, Ford got involved too, of course. And right. Whatnot, but it was a pretty fun match. Yeah, that was a good main event. Yeah, and Havoc won. So. Yeah, and Jimmy Havoc won, mm-hmm. which was cool to see. Him and Kip still seem like a weird pairing, but we'll see how that mm-hmm. goes. That takes us to AEW Dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. Um, We open up with Lance Archer, like, dragging some guy to the ring. Um, (laughs) This was all so fucking good for so much of it. Yeah. I loved it. When it got bad, it got really bad. But, like, it starts off so amazing, Mm -hmm. and they come to the ring, and... uh, 
Archer's beating the fuck out of whoever the fuck he's beating the fuck yeah, out of. Just, dude. I don't know. And fucking Jake gets in the ring and uh-huh. cuts a fantastic promo until we start hearing this engine revving. Yeah. And then it goes downhill. Well, yeah, but I like the promo because, like, I mean, yeah, he just, that old, you know, women should only be in the kitchen. Yeah. They shouldn't be wrestlers. Yeah, and, I haven't heard that in a long time. That was yeah, neat. That I love that. Touch. Um, it was great. Yep. Uh, and wiping babies' butts. Yes. Yeah. And but then Cody shows up in his truck. Yeah, and you think he's going to fucking rev it, drive all the way to the ring, and it's going to be badass. And Instead, he, he moves six feet and knocks over a guardrail. It's so stupid. And then gets out of his truck. Like, what the fuck was the point then? If you didn't want to fuck your truck up, you shouldn't put your truck in the fucking spot in the first place. Exactly. You should have ran that thing all the way to fucking ringside. Yep. And jumped out Stone Cold Steve Austin style. <laughs> and then, when he gets in the ring, he's trying to do wrestling moves. Right. They just... Fucking, we're harassing your wife. You just want to murder these motherfuckers, yeah. not yeah. wrestle them. He should have got out of there with a baseball bat. He was wanting to do right. springboard cutters and shit instead yeah. of worrying about like beating the fuck out of the dudes that were messing with his wife. Right. I think I'd be a little bit more pissed off than that, personally. Right. Is my wife. Yeah. But the only especially person that would was get to touch my rose. wife with a snake would be me. Especially if your wife was Brandy Rose. Fuck yeah, right? if it was Brandy Rose. That's what I'm Shit. saying. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. Um, they're just building up. they got two weeks left, you know, two mm-hmm. more shows until the pay-per-view. So they're just getting some fire behind the TNT Championship main event. Yeah. And they added a little bit more to it at mm-hmm. some point in the show. This might be a little out of order, but they announced that Mike Tyson is going right. to be awarding the champion. The first ever TNT champion. Yeah. I mean, nowhere, and they just like casually said it. Yeah, which was it was, was the best part of it. It was like, mm-hmm. no, no big deal. We're just gonna right. Mike Tyson do it, whatever. Yeah, but it's yeah. cool because you know Mike Tyson's a big mark for wrestling, right. like you and me. So, mm-hmm. my probably most of the buds out there. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, we had Jurassic Express taking on Best Friends with Marco yeah. Stunt and Orge Cassidy at ringside. Couple. Odd spots in the match, but overall yeah. it was a solid match. It was fun, and yeah, ending came like I liked. I liked what they did with the ending. Like, the, yeah, there was all the shenanigans, and then Phoenix Orange like, goes up on the stage, and yeah. out of nowhere, Phoenix like Luke Kang bicycle kick it or fucking <laughs> right. flying fucking kick bullet out of kick, nowhere, whatever, out of nowhere, and just fucking murders him. Takes Cassidy down. He rolls mm-hmm. down the steps, and that causes enough of a distraction. Yeah, on the best friends, right. Well, you know, the breath for, and then yeah, they ended up no, winning. yeah, they ended up winning. Yeah, they did because that caused a little bit of distraction for the referee enough. The MJF came out. That's and right. Was uh, fucking fucking jungle with Jungle yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah, and then threw him in, and allowed then, best friends to get the win. Right. Yeah, <clears throat> best friends get the win, and fucking Wardlow just destroyed Margot's stunt too, and. That was great. And Lucha shows up and MJ right. is like, no, Wardlow. Wardlow's just laughing at fucking Mario's right. stunt. But it makes yeah. me want... Like, it built so much in this match. Because it built the MJF versus Jungle Boy match. It built um, tension between Luchasaurus and Wardlow. Because now I really want that fucking right. match. It built um, Orange Cassidy versus Phoenix. Phoenix, which now I really want. Yeah. And, well, they're both going to be in the ladder match. That's true. So um, That is true. Yeah, like it. That's that's the thing with AEW. Everything is building a story, and four fucking stories in one match. Like, yeah, 
Yeah, because it's, I mean, since the beginning of the year, they've added that to the tag team division. Mm-hmm. And now that we're starting to get some story in the women's division, it's not going to be long. We're going to have all kinds of fucking right. stories intertwining on stories right. on stories on stories. Love it. Um, and then Moxley shows up all pissed off. Uh, try to get an interview on him, and he just walked by, mm-hmm. pissed off. Yep. And then we had a. F- he should be. Yeah. Yeah. We he had a title. women's fatal four way. Yes. Match number one contender, pretty much match. Well, it was announced later. There's um, a few botches in this match. Yeah. Penelope Ford, Chris Statlander, Britt Baker, Hikaru Shido. A couple times I thought mm-hmm. Statlander was gonna hurt somebody. Yeah. But overall, fucking fantastic match. I enjoyed it. I did too. And uh, yeah, Hikaru Shida picks up the victory to. Uh-huh. Dominate and confirm her number one contendership. Yeah, and she'll be facing Nyla Rose. Yeah, she's eight and two now. Mm-hmm. So great. Um, was it right after this when she cut the promo backstage afterwards? I think no? so. I don't know though. I don't know. Well, we'll put it here. But yeah, she cut a promo. Started, you know, say she was number one contender, and then Nyla showed up and. Said she had a present for her and hit her over the head with a fucking kendo stick. <laughs> yeah, she just dropped. Yeah, it was great. Um, oh, and Pineapple Pete cut a fucking great promo. He did, yeah. Like I thought this was fantastic. I did too. Um, yeah, saying that he's been grinding for sixteen years, and you know, while Jericho made his name, you know, made him a name, and he's still gonna beat his ass. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, we had Proud and Powerful versus Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. We did have that. Yeah, this was a uh, shenanigans, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, like, crazy stuff. And it was fun though. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and Hardy and Omega ended up picking up the win with uh, V Trigger into the Twist of Fate. Mm-hmm. So that was neat because mm-hmm. he was up on the top rope. Right. Yeah. Sitting on it, V Trigger him sitting on the top rope, and then right. like he fell into the fucking Twist of Fate. Right. Yeah, that was really good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. I'm really hoping this is going to lead to, like, this is going to, this, Matt Hardy's going to be what breaks Hangman and Omega. Yeah, I hope so. Because they've been doing so well together mm-hmm. and stuff, and like, yeah. Because they should have won that match. They're not even a real tag team, and right. they went against Santana and Ortiz, who are a real tag team. Yeah. I haven't noticed it before. Yeah, but they've teamed before. That's true. That's the, I haven't noticed it before, yeah. but Santana's really fucking good at wrestling. Yeah. Like, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, way better than the other guys in this match. Right. I mean, Omega has the potential to be mm-hmm. better. I just haven't seen that Omega as much in AEW as right. we saw him in New Japan. Right. But yeah, I was really mm-hmm. impressed with Santana in this match. Um. Right. Uh. Oh, Taz tried to dirt to uh, interview Darby Allen again. <laughs> yeah. And this was pretty good. He was just trying to give him some tips, and you know. I hope. Uh, I'm hoping this leads to Taz like being his manager or something. I, I hope so too. Um. But what was he? He mentioned because it, it was the roll up, and forget was talking about the tilt or some shit. I yeah. don't know. And Darby's just like. Now, I know what that is. I was third place in uh, Idaho Championship, whatever, Whatever. state championship, high school wrestling or something, and he just storms off. And, yeah, 
I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, MJF took on Lee Johnson next. And just yeah. crushed just, him. Right. Demolished MJF him. Fuck Lee like, Johnson. You know those matches Wardlow was having two months ago. This yeah, was this what MJF had just had one. And he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then cut a hell of a promo, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that he's trying to get off the re- ring du- ring rust with Lee Johnson. Next week, he wants Marco. No, he's Marco he signed here. Yeah, he already signed an open yeah, contract. Marco has an open contract, so he signed it. Yep. yep. So it'll be MJF versus Marco mm-hmm. Stunt next week on Dynamite on the Go Home Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All right. We had fucking Pineapple Pete, Shug D versus Le Champion, Chris Jericho. The main event. <clears throat> um, what's it? No, it wasn't the main event. Wasn't it? No. The main event match. Mm-mm. Daniels took on Brody Oh, Lee. yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I... This is one of the... Matches I wish was in front of a crowd. You know, like when it, Pineapple Pete started off like hot. Yep. And the crowd would have been that, going nuts, nuts dude. Fuck yeah. For him. Hell that yeah. would have been fucking fantastic. Yes, it would have. Um, but yeah, he got some offense in and then, you know, Jericho kind of hit the Judas effect pretty much out of nowhere and knocked him the fuck out mm-hmm. uh, and got the win. But yep. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Yeah. And then they start to beat up on Pineapple Pete, but, and... Jericho uh, then cuts a promo saying that, and I'm excited for this, but they're going to have, he wants to face, it's finally time to face the elite, and they want to have, was a stadium stampede match. Yes. So basically, they're going to have... Jacksonville Stadium yeah, to just go crazy. An empty, yeah, an empty Jacksonville Stadium, and I'm fucking stoked for this. But then, but then, Guard One showed mm-hmm, up. Carrying the same t-shirt. That Jericho tried to give him a few weeks back. And then he uh, accepted the challenge on behalf of Jericho. Mm-hmm. And Jericho cut a hell of a promo on Vanguard 1 and yeah. then introduced Vanguard 1 to the newest member of the Inner Circle. Mm-hmm. I forgot his name, though. It was something uh, like Dwayne or... Billy the... I don't know. Billy the Baseball Bat or something. I can't remember. Frankie. Frankie. Sam. Something. I don't know. Um... Yeah, and, and he beat the fuck out of Vanguard, yeah, and then did. Matt runs out, and they uh, all run out of the ring like they're terrified of Matt Hardy, mm-hmm. and he's crying because Vanguard's destroyed. Right, I loved it. Yeah, and that was that, AEW Dynamite. Yeah. Then we had our main event. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Christopher Daniels took on the Exalted One, Brody Lee. I didn't see this, so I keep forgetting it happened. Yeah, um, and the main event. The problem was it was too long. Oh, was that it? was the problem with the match. Like, Brody, like I mean. Yeah, Brody should have beat Daniels faster than, way faster than he. Yeah, that's true. That should have been like a five to ten minute match. Yeah, eight and a half. Yeah, not even. I'm th- thinking like three. Okay. Honestly, is what it should. I mean, if you want to build up him as this big monster, that's true. He should be beating a lot of people really quick. That's and true. It doesn't matter if it is Christopher Daniels. Like he's not a big enough star, in my opinion, to. He's not that Moxley character. That's true. He's more of a legend than he is a <laughs> yeah. a big star in AEW. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I That's don't valid. think he should have been. Yeah, last in twenty um, minutes. Right. And then uh, Moxley obviously shows up afterwards. Um, 
And like, oh, and also, it took way too much interference from Dark Order members. Yeah, I agreed with too. that too. It was. Yeah. A, I heard that that yeah. someone said that somewhere. Maybe it was, it was on ups and downs. Sounds. Yeah, but it was like, yeah, he should. It sounded been. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously Moxley showed up afterwards, and uh, Brody Lee and Ten end up running away, and Moxley beats up the other nine or whatever. So, yeah, those guys suck. Right. That's why. But I guess they got to do something until mm-hmm. Grayson and Uno come back. Because so. I think they're Canadian. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're both Canadian. And so. they're stuck in Canada right. because of COVID. And that was AEW Dynamite. Yep. That takes us on to NXT. NXT. Let's see. We started off uh, with a tag team championship match mm-hmm. with uh, Imperium taking on Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. Yeah. So it was a good match. Yeah, good match. There was a lot of cool stuff mm-hmm. that Riddle and Thatcher did together. They do right. make a really good fucking team. I know. That's what kind of makes me excited for how the match ended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I'm more excited to see them against each other. And, uh, yeah, Matt Riddle ends up uh, throwing... I don't remember who he threw. One of them. One of them into Thatcher. And then Thatcher just gets pissed off and yep. just like, nope, fuck you. I'm out. Like, I don't need your shit. And he, and he left. And then what the, my biggest problem with this is, I have a feeling this is the exact story they planned on telling with Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne, yeah, me too. And I'm super excited to see this match, but... God, I wanted to see Pete Dunne versus It'll Matt still Riddle. happen. I hope. I yeah, know. It'll still happen. I know. Eventually. And it'll be once amazing. It's, yeah. It'll be once fucking amazing. Back, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, it shows Riddle backstage on like an iPad uh, calling Regal, asking for the match like later in the night. Nice. And um, then Thatcher shows up and starts beating the shit out of Riddle again throwing that's gonna be a dope stuff and, yeah. and Imperium are your new tag team champions and, oh yeah well. and Imperium are your new tag team champions we so. should mention that yeah. to the buds right alright well yes but yeah it was good it was fun mm-hmm. I'm excited for Riddle and Thatcher they were great as a team but I think they'll be great as opponents as well right I've seen them wrestle each other before but this was years ago and I think it's safe to say mm-hmm. at least Matt Riddle's improved quite a bit since then yeah. so I'm sure Thatcher has as well right so, yeah. Um, I think they fought for the Atlas Championship once. I feel like that's right. When Riddle was in his reign. Right. That one long one he had. Yeah. Eight months or whatever, nine months yeah. or something. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tegan Knox took on Indy Hartwell mm-hmm. next. True story. And Tegan Knox won. No surprise there. With the shiniest wizard pretty, pretty quickly. I saw another shining wizard today, but it wasn't as shiny as hers, so... <laughs> Uh, Rhea Ripley cut a promo um, yeah. saying that she wants her championship back from Charlotte, even if she has to go through Rhea Shirai. Whatever. Yeah, so yeah. we'll get a number one contender match and Rhea will face Charlotte. Charlotte or it'll probably be a triple threat this time. That'd be my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, at SummerSlam. Yeah. And then uh, we had one of the cruiserweight matches with Jake Atlas taking on Tony Nice. Yes. And Jake Atlas winning. Yes, he did. And Tony Nese has not won a match yet in the Cruiserweight Championship. Nice. Which, that's important here in a little bit. Yes. Um, so. Um, 
Undisputed era uh, was on Zoom together having a call. Um, I didn't see this. No. Yeah, they decided that uh, someone needed to take take on Dexter Loomis. Okay. And they all decided it should be Roddy. Fair enough. So. Damn, mm-hmm. that'll be fun. Right. Uh, oh God. Uh, Carrie and Cross. Um, and Scarlet Cutter. Fucking toe. Well, yeah. But there was a video package and. Yeah, this was a really good fucking promo. Yeah, just, that's right. The entrance of the match was last week. Yeah, this match week was just yeah. the promo. You're right. Mm-hmm. I mixed that up. Yeah, it's still a good promo though. Yeah, I like those two. Scarlett's a good talker. Yeah, she's got a her voice is entrancing almost. Mm-hmm. Like she has a really nice voice. Yeah, and his is just like creepy, and I like it. She could be a radio star, or yeah. Well, until video killed it. That's true. Huh. She oh. should. She should do a podcast. Um, maybe she does. Maybe she does. I don't know. Everybody. Has I don't know her life. Yeah, we have, we have one. Look at us. You can listen to all the jerks. episodes for free in the Budkinds. Yeah, there's like a hundred million of them. It's only like a hundred and thirty some, hundred and thirty two or something, mm-hmm. including the little bud episodes. This is one twenty seven of the regular episodes. You know um, that because you're listening to it. right. And then Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez cut a promo saying they're going to hurt people. Yes. Because that's what they do. Yep. Uh, and then, the big announcement. Uh, big announcement! Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and Road Dog announced that the next NXT event will be called In, in Your, your house. house. So, oh, it is still TakeOver In Your House. Yeah. That's just the subtitle this right. time. And it's going to be on June 7th. So, it's, it's pretty close here. It's kind of neat because you're going to play on the nostalgia factor of the mm-hmm. old fans that, like BJ and I, who remember the very first in your house where yeah. they gave away a fucking house. Right. To a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like some so fucking good. eight-year-old kid won a fucking house. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, but with, like, this social distancing mm-hmm. shit and everybody, like, being in, in your house. Like, I just think it's it's yeah. clever on that front, too, yeah. when you it's already fantastic. had it. So it's a nice nostalgia mm-hmm. play. Yeah, and I hope they do something, like, intriguing with it. That'll be good. All the matches happen inside of a house. Like, they set up a ring yeah. inside of somebody's house. And right. Vince's yeah, we were house. talking about that off air. That'd be great. Vince's house. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, because they've shot enough stuff at, like... Adam Cole's house. I could, but they could do one there. Um, if that is his real house, I don't know. May not be. That's true. That could be a kayfabe house. Right. Easily. But still, they could do it there. Because um, a lot of people's houses in WWE are Vince's house. Yeah. Just different spots. Right. So. I don't, I don't either. Um, oh, and then we had Cameron Grimes take on Finn Balor. Yes. I really like this. Yeah, too. they teased this last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. this might... It was either this or the... I still think the Drew McIntyre-Seth Rollins match was my match of the week. But yeah. this was a close second. Yeah, I really liked it. And then, like... So the whole thing's been, you know, someone mysteriously attacked Balor uh, weeks ago or whatever. And he's been trying to figure that out. Mm-hmm. And towards the end of this match, Damian Priest shows up um, and causes the distraction. So Cameron Grimes gets the win. Yep. And... Then Priest uh, hit the reckoning on a chair with Balor. Yes. It that. revealed that he was the attacker. So yep. that was pretty dope. And, and now we know. Yeah. And I love, because like at the beginning of this match, I was like, God, how great would it be if Cameron Grimes won? But there's no way. Same Cameron thing. Grimes and then he fucking won. Win. 
Yeah. It was fantastic. It was. Um, Cruiserweight Championship tournament match. Jack Gallagher took on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, yeah, and Gallagher wins. And wasn't, I still, I like, can't believe that that's fucking... It doesn't look like Jack yeah. Gallagher. Like, if you look at the face, you can tell, but yeah. It's because I've never seen with facial hair, and that right. it makes his face look fatter than it actually is, and right. it hides his yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, still, you can tell when he wrestles, it's him. Yeah. Oh, and okay, so like right before this, uh, Swerve was being interviewed, and um, how I said Nice hadn't won a match yet, so yeah. uh, Swerve was like. And he hadn't won a match up until this, or, okay. uh, yet either. This was his first. And he, well, he didn't win this one. Oh, well, but, it would have been. Um, but, yeah, he got a promo. He's like, I have to win this match, you know, only a loser, only, or, uh, and if anyone, you know, doesn't win a match throughout this whole tournament, they should just quit wrestling because, you know, they're not good enough, and that pissed Tony Nese off, so during his entrance, he attacked Swerve. Okay. And uh, I didn't see this. So then Gallagher got the win pretty easily because Swerve was already beat up. Gotcha. So I missed the end of the match. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then Caden Carter took on Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Um. Which whatever. I don't. Yeah. Care. Uh. And then oh Gargano and Candice LeRae. Um. Cut another like. Promo mm-hmm. at home and stuff. It was really good. Yeah, I like really these good. two. This new persona for me both too. of them. This is and fun. they're both talking about me. I'm in Keith Lee. Right. So I'm thinking Gargano's the next challenger. Like we've been asking for something different with the North American title, and I think we're gonna get it. Yeah, we've already seen him in that picture, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Right. All the way back when it was like him and Dream and Cole. Right. Before Cole was the main champ. Yeah. So yeah. And seeing these two against each other will be I think. Yeah, a lot it's fun. a good it's a good clash of stuff. And I also like how they're kinda Mia Yim and Candice LeRae, which, because, like Keith Lee and Mia Yim are friends. Friends, like best friends. And it's fantastic. Yeah, so, I'm down. Not as much as Mia Yim and Sean Benjamin, but Right. <laughs> uh, I saw that yeah. too. <laughs> and Matt Riddle. Then uh, took on Timothy Thatcher mm-hmm. and got the win. Yes. With the Fujiwara armbar. Yeah, I don't think we're done with these two. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, no, he got the, yeah, it was like a submission into a pin, and Thatcher got kind of distracted and, or caught off guard, I guess. And then Thatcher attacked Riddle, so yeah, it's definitely Yeah, not I don't done. think it's the end of this. Definitely not. We're going to keep going. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. That was, uh, that was NXT. NXT. Cousin so. Cousin. Friday Night Smackdown, Sister, Sister. Saster, Sister. Saster, Sister. Sister, Sister. Uh, I have no clue. We started off with an episode of Ms. TV. Cool. um, Where he he starts talking and Otis's music hits and he just comes right out. um, And he tries to sit down and fucking breaks the seat. Which was oh, fantastic. those like director chairs that yeah. so that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And he yeah, broke it. He's like, uh, I'll just stand. <laughs> and then the Miz is kind of just, um, <clears throat> you know, putting him down like you don't deserve that briefcase. Oh, and he keeps asking. He's like, what's in the briefcase? And Otis is like, the contract. He's like, what else? And he's like, uh, some Tums and some Rollades. Miz is like, what else? 
and some snacks in case I get hungry. <laughs> and, uh, it's just great. And talks about asking like how big he was when he was born and how he shouldn't have a kid with Mandy because it'll like destroy her. And, uh, shows some pictures of Otis as a kid. Okay. And, like, shows two pictures, neither of them he's wearing a shirt, and asks him, like, you know, were you too poor to afford a shirt when you were a kid, or what? And it was pretty good. That's fine. Um, I like it. And then, so Miz, you know, they're going back and forth, and Miz uh, ends up saying, challenging him to a match. Okay. And, like, later tonight? Or? Yeah. Well, a uh, tag match. It's oh. like, you know, get Tucker out here, we'll face. And Otis is like, Tucker isn't here. And Miz is like, we'll go find a partner and... We'll do this thing. We'll do it. Cool. So Tonight. Yep. Main event? Yep. Main event. You have till the end of the night. Let's go, then. said. So... Let's find out um, what happens on the raid there, buds. Mm -hmm. Then they announced the Intercontinental title bracket. Oh, okay. Because they took it off Sammy Zane. Because he's staying at home. Yeah. So... Supposedly. Right. Um, And so our first round matches are Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Yep. Elias versus Baron Corbin. Okay. And AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That'll so be a AJ, fun fucking right? match. Goddamn. So AJ coming over from Raw to enter this tournament. Um, they said they don't know. Basically, they kind of played it off. Like, we don't know why. We don't know what that means. But It's part of it's the, the only invitational. No, they didn't even say it was part of that. Oh. Like, they, it's, they don't know why he's in it. Fair Except enough. for it's the only title... He hasn't won so far in WWE. A singles title. So. Because he's won the US, he's won the uh, Universal and WWE. So. Yeah. And he is AJ Styles. And he's AJ Styles. So. Fair enough. Right? Cool. And that's what it's going to be. And then we're going to get our first match, which nice. is Elias versus Baron Corbin. Uh-huh. And. Again. So, right. This was kind of funny, though. Like, Elias was. You know, being like normal Elias. Mm-hmm. And then Baron Corbin tried to um, touch his guitar and he just kind of like flipped and ends up beating the fuck out of Baron Corbin and getting the win. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really interesting. It was like, don't. Maybe this is part of his new character. Yeah. It was, yeah. So I liked it. Um, we'll see. And then Otis tried to. Um, before commercial, like right after the match, before commercial, Otis tried to ask Seamus if he'd be his partner, and Seamus is like, no, 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 no. And then they go to commercial and come back, and he's um, <laughs> he's talking to Mandy Rose, <clears throat> and I just love the way she said it was like ridiculous. It's like, why don't you just go ask Braun Strowman? And Otis is like, why don't I just go ask Braun Strowman? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And he gives why her... Not? Why don't she's you? like, that's genius. And gives why her a kiss you? and walks away. And yeah, like it was just it was just really that's weird. Um, and then we had another tease with that guy, the attacker guy. Yeah. Um, that happened. And or girl. And or girl. There's been rumors that it's Rhonda, so... Oh, God. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, I was going to say that for news and rumors. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's rumors so that it's wrong. That would be so stupid. Um, oh, and then Otis shows up to talk to Strowman. They both congratulate each other on the win, and Otis asks him, and um, 
Braun Strowman gives him a firm, I'll think about it. Nice. So That's firm. I'll take it. Right. <coughs> um, Sounds like a commitment to mm-hmm. me. We had Naomi take on Dana Brooke. Um, and Dana Brooke picks up the win here. Okay. So Good job, Dana. I like how they're giving Dana a little, nice little push. And they, and they were playing up like Naomi's recent losing streak and stuff, too. So it's kind of giving Naomi something. And Dana Brooke's getting this little... Little push. Little push. Yeah, fair enough. Good job. And by little push, I mean she's on my TV. So. Yeah. Um, all right. And then this was part of the whatever initiative thing, but Charlotte was on here tonight. Okay. Um, brand invitational. Brand, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Brandon. Dude, you're going to hear that so many times over the next I three mean, months. Michael Cole's going well, to say that 400 yeah. times. But she said, or I think it was her promo where she said it's only supposed to be like four times a year. Which I very much doubt that's going to happen. Yeah, the wild card was only supposed to be one person, an episode, or they were fired. And that lasted for like a week and a half. Yeah. So, So. yeah. WWE was like shit about Raw. Yeah, it was like a Raw, a SmackDown, a Raw. And And then by by the next SmackDown, that was done. Yeah, there's like 27 people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nobody from SmackDown's on SmackDown tonight. (laughs) Yeah. What the Um, fuck? But no, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte comes down and starts cutting a promo about how she's the best because of her tour reigns and blah, 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 blah. And then Bailey and Sasha come out, and obviously these three were just fantastic. They must think highly of Charlotte that she's on all three shows now. Oh, and she brought that up. She's like, Fox wanted me here, so... Here I am. Here I am. Like, that's why I'm on all three shows. They're like, the data... Yeah, she brought... She's like, the data shows, you know, they got data that shows that... You know, I'm a draw, and that's why I'm on all three shows. And Fox running me here, and um, makes sense. Yeah, and and it was really good too because like Bailey wouldn't, Bailey wasn't really letting Sasha talk, but Charlotte kept asking Sasha questions. Oh, okay. And Bailey kept like kind of interrupting, and so the tension more was building more there. You said that teased so yeah, and uh, and Bailey wants to take face Charlotte in a match. Like, why not champion versus champion? And this is the best part. And Charlotte's like, yeah, I bet Fox would love to have me here another another night. I'll see you next week. Nice. Like, so, you know, yeah, it's whatever. That's cool. Yeah. I'm down. At least, like, there's more of a reason for these. Like, they're making it. Although I don't give a fuck about the reason and they're stupid, at least they're trying. At least it's a reason. It's right. not just brand invitational or right. wild card. <laughs> exactly. So. I'm a genius. Right. Like if you want That's to, when he said that yeah. was the wild card night, and I, I introduced the wild card. I'm a genius. So I have an epiphany. Um, and then Braun Strowman was backstage warming up. Mm-hmm. So one of the announcers or whatever goes up and is like, "So Braun, you're warming up. Does that mean you're warming up for a match tonight?" He's like, "I'm still thinking about it." So teased it. Okay. Um, somebody's gonna get those hands. I bet. Mm-hmm. And Forgotten Sons cut a promo um, saying that, like, they did, like, a very anti-American type thing. Like, you know, when you grow up, you think that, uh, you know, this country's great and whatever. And then you grow up and it turns out to be shit. I mean, I don't feel like that's anti-American. I feel like that's the reality of the situation. Yeah, I know. Um, We've lived that shit. (laughs) In our lifetime, we went from the greatest to where we are now. I mean, it was like, I I was going to say, like, listening to the promo, they're supposed to be heels, but 
in my ears, they sounded. I was like, <laughs> right, I yeah. because I they were. They all said that like we were. You know, we fought for our, our country and we came home because I guess they were supposed to be military people or they were. Oh, I don't know. I That's the idea that. now. But um, and said when they got home, they weren't welcomed like heroes. That they were treated like they're mentally unmental or mentally unstable. Unmentally stable. Unmentally stable. <laughs> I like that better. That's way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's why I was like, listen, the whole thing. I was like, who did the talk? I'm supposed to cheer these guys. All three of them. Um, it was a little bit of all of them. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. And then Renee interviewed Miz and Morrison, asking what they think about Strowman uh, teaming with Otis. teaming with Otis, and it's like, yeah, it won't happen. Like Strowman may be big, but he's not dumb to dumb enough to you know, come down and face us with Otis, Otis having the briefcase. So, um, all right. And then we got, uh, God, if they would have gave these guys another couple minutes and without the commercial break in between, this probably would have been match of the week. Okay. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Oh yeah. Like, I bet that was fun. Yeah. Um, it was fun the last time they wrestled. So. Right. And that's what, I think I say, said the same thing the last time they wrestled. Like, it needs right. to be, those two need a pay-per-view match, but... Fuck yeah. Um, a takeover yeah. match. Yeah, God. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but Daniel Bryan then does end up picking up the win with the okay. heel hook. Okay. Because Lang's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> and then Renee comes down to uh, congratulate Bryan and ask him what it'd be like you know, to win that title. And he... It, it was like almost five, it's been almost five years to the day since he had to retire oh, wow. and give up the Intercontinental type Championship and said that, you know, he never lost this title in the first place and he wants it back. He wants it back. All that good stuff. Okay. Yep. And then Sonya and Mandy um, get into a little thing and next week they're going to have, we're, we're going to get that mixed match between Otis and Mandy versus Dolphin, Sonya again. Okay. So, and then the main event. Main event! Miz and John Morrison versus Otis and Braun Strowman. I'm sure there were shenanigans afoot here. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. Me neither. Uh, no, Strowman and Otis just kind of win okay. normally. Cool. And then Mandy comes down and distracts Strowman. Um, yeah. Otis was about to, or kind of teased the cash in, and then Strowman turns around, and he's like, nah, I'm not doing that. And that was it. All right. Now SmackDown Live, sister, sister. Mm-hmm. That takes us on to number 68, Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. Or Jeremy Buck. Right. For you TNA fans out there. Right. What a fucking story. When was yours from? Uh, my Nick Jackson match was from 2019. Okay. So I'm sure you're going first. Mine was, yeah, mine was 2014. You get to go first, BJ. Um, it was... Which one? It was Nick, right? Nick. Nick. Nick's first, yes. Uh, I watched Nick versus Tiger Mask. Okay. Um, from New Japan. Uh, yeah, sometime in 2014. And, yeah, this was a great match. Um, so, the... My biggest problem with their singles matches is if they have a singles match, the other one gets involved in some way, shape, or form. Mm. Like, both of my matches were like that. Almost every match I've seen of theirs, unless the other one is injured and not there, 
there's interference from the other one. Um, and like I said, this was no no different. No exception. Um, and it's actually what caused Nick to beat Tiger Mask. Okay. The distraction. Five and, minutes. Yeah. Because um, I was it. Was it this one or the other one? Yeah, it was this one where um, Tiger Mask had Nick in a submission and Nick, trying to get out of it, actually just grabs the referee and won't let him go. And Tiger Mask breaks off, but he still holds the referee and Matt comes in and hits him with a super kick. Gotcha. Nick hits him with a super kick and yeah, that's it. So, um... Placement on the list is hard because, like, he's a tag team wrestler. He's a tag team wrestler first, but he's also one of the two in the probably the best tag team of the decade. Like, because it's them and the Usos and New Day and are probably the top three tag teams of this decade. But he's done nothing solo. Right. Like, so that's where I, I don't know. Right. So probably, like, looking at this, I still think I'm going to put him between Goto and Ibushi. Okay. Um, even so, like, that's my thought. Um, yeah, and we'll talk about the difference between the two when we get there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, um... I watched uh, Nick Jackson take on Ray Phoenix from AEW Dynamite 2019. So this was pretty early on in the show's uh, history. Right. Um, no Matt Jackson to be seen anywhere in this one. This was yeah. Nick versus Ray. Actually, I didn't. There was no interference in either of my yeah. matches. So. Right. Um, yeah, Ray ends up winning this with a Mexican Muscle Buster. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, was your other one New Japan? What, no. What's that? Where was your other one? TNA. TNA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was less there. I, okay, most of their New Japan matches. Okay, when those had yeah, when they their were Bullet there. Club stuff and all that. Yeah. That makes more sense. They were heels there, so, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Nick said good match with him and Phoenix. Um, this was the I, I remember this match once I started watching it because this was the match that made me realize there was mm-hmm. something more to Ray Phoenix. Yeah. Than just what yeah. I've seen from Pentagon and the tag mm-hmm. team stuff. And that Ray Phoenix is fucking the better of the two. Oh, for sure. They mentioned at one point that they're both the younger brothers of their respective tag teams of brothers, which is rare to have a tag team of real brothers anyways. Mm -hmm. But I will say in this case, I think both the younger brothers are the better of the two wrestlers. And I'm glad I was watching Nick and Ray as opposed to watching a match between Matt and Penta. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that said, um, I think Nick Jackson's... I think he's going to, on my list, he's going to fall back a little bit farther. Okay. Um, mainly because of the tag team stuff. Um, I think he's going to fall down below, like, Marty Scroll-ish. Okay. Because I think on singles level, Marty's... Marty's all around better because of the storytelling in the ring and stuff, whereas Matt's more of, or sorry, Nick, well, they're both, the Jacksons, are more move mm-hmm. wrestlers. They do lots of moves, and that's... Yeah. Fine and dandy. That's right. just you know not my thing, as you right. know. But um, I guess even though we'll get to it at the end, I do, I do think they're in the wrong order. I said I it at too. the end of the last episode, they're in the wrong order, mm-hmm. and uh, 
We'll get to some of the reasons why in the next one. Mm-hmm. But too. before that, let's move on to news and rumors. News and or rumors. I have a couple rumors. Okay. And a little bit of news and not much more. Okay. Uh, apparently, there are a lot of people within WWE that are upset about the decision to strip Sami Zayn of the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, I saw that. Um, um, a lot of yeah, stuff that, uh, you know, we're told that you were supposed to, you know, take whatever precautions you mm-hmm. wanted to take with no repercussions, and then immediately there's repercussions for taking actions. Yeah. Also, kind of sucks that it's Sammy, because I really like Sammy, and mm-hmm. it was nice to finally see them do something with him in WWE. They just don't like. Just to shit on him. Here's the thing Sammy has very high morals. And very high, like all that stuff is very you know, higher than the average person. Right. I would say, from what I can oh, tell. for sure, like much higher. Yeah, and like that's, I don't think they like that. Like that's why he won't. Well, he's not allowed to he go can't, to right? Saudi Arabia. That's but he wouldn't situation. go anyway. No, but you know, because he doesn't believe in that. That's why you know he started his charity. He um, is staying home throughout right. this stuff. He, you know, he's just a big. I don't know. It's just. Sad, so with anyway. with that decision to strip the title, we've already talked about you know the plans in place to get a new Intercontinental mm-hmm. Champion. Yeah. But in the meantime, obviously the current champion being vacant and his twelfth Intercontinental nice. Championship reign. Okay. And I didn't realize it until uh, Vacant tweeted out a little something something this week. Mm-hmm. It's the first time he's held this iteration of the Intercontinental Championship. Well, yeah. Which I didn't think of, but I mean, there's only, there's been, only been two, two. so far. <laughs> yeah. So well, three. Because Braun had it for a second, Shinsuke had it first, and then Braun, and then Sammy. Oh, that's right. So, three. But still, there's only been three champions. But yeah, mm-hmm. he's held like every version of every championship out there, and it's the first time Vacant's ever been this Intercontinental Champion. Right. Um, uh, as always, Meltzer this week. I already talked about mm-hmm. some of the Meltzer stuff. Sorry, I might actually have... that. Might, I might talk about Um... Original plans for Money in the Bank and post-Money in the Bank were Becky Lynch was going to wrestle Nia Jax at Money in the Bank um, before the pregnancy changed things. Mm -hmm. They also say that Shayna Baszler was going to win the women's Money in the Bank, which would lead to a feud between Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler continuing through the summer. Which would have made sense. But obviously all that got changed. Sorry, I'll take a Shayna-Asuka feud again. Well, and I also personally think giving the belt to Asuka now was the better call because mm-hmm. she's already more established on the right. main roster oh, than yeah. Shayna Baszler or any of those other women yeah. were. That's what I'm saying. Still let Shayna be the number one contender and have her feud with Asuka because, I mean, I love their shit in NXT, so... And then um, the it's last thing I got from The Observer this week, which is actually the last thing I have this week. Okay. Um, I told you I didn't have much. Uh, the Money in the Bank shorter length than most WWE shows. Mm-hmm. Um, he said you should not expect that to become a new permanent. <sighs> However, as of now, it's probably going to remain shorter at least until fans are back to yeah, shows. Good. So at least through the duration of this, yeah, we probably expect some shorter shows. Right. That's so that's a plus. Okay. What do you got for us this week, BJ? Okay, well the one I'm surprised you didn't have because you texted me about it uh, on Sunday, but uh, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, was yeah, I thought we arrested about again. That. No, it's because we texted about it instead. Um, but Del Rio was uh, arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting a woman and 
telling her he'd, he'll drop her son in the middle of the road, yes. like threatening to beat up her kid or mm-hmm. whatever, and apparently beat her for hours. Like, just a total piece of shit. Just a note like, to all women out there, don't date this dude. No. Stay the fuck away from this really? piece of shit. Yeah. He got charged with sexual assault and second degree felony, which is a second, second degree, degree felony. Right. And $50,000 bond. I bet he's so. still on drugs or something. Oh, Some yeah. kind of substance abuse I mean, issues. Like, he looks on drugs in his fucking picture. Oh, yeah, he looks like he's coked out, man. Yeah, so, wouldn't be surprised. That picture wasn't published when I saw the article I saw, so. Uh, yeah. Or maybe he just didn't load or uh, whatever. Either way. Anyways. Um, okay, so, Matt Hardy uh, tweeted out, um, and this was just funny, that's why I had to say it. Because apparently, I think they're going to face uh, Sammy Gravar. Him and Omega, I think, are facing Sammy Gravar and Jake Hager next week. Okay. Um, but he tweeted out, I'm going to penetrate you, in all caps, penetrate you both, and make you scream like little bitches the next way, next time we go to war on AEW. That's fantastic. Fucking <laughs> hearty. Right. <laughs> Like, goddamn. Okay, fair enough then. Penetration it is. Um, yeah. Like, fucked up. <laughs> um, Carl Anderson mm-hmm. has now filed a trademark for Chad Too Bad. So, I did now see they that, both are yeah. going to get their... Yeah, because uh, Gallows did the other one. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Viva Van, the independent wrestler... I don't know if you ever heard of her. Like, I think so. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, graduated from college this week. I saw While a picture doing, on Reddit, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah. 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 No, I don't know her as a wrestler, but I did okay. see that picture on Reddit. So Yeah, I've heard of her a couple. Um, Rey Mysterio's uh, contract is, is supposed to expire pretty soon. Oh, cool. And uh, he has not signed another one yet. So I can see him. Mm-hmm. Calling quits too, to yeah. be honest. I don't know if he will, but I can see it. It wouldn't surprise me, I guess, is a better way to say it. Yeah. He's been doing this for a long fucking time. Yeah. Um, and then Cody Rhodes uh, um, wants to help once all this stuff's over, like all the people that showed up to help them during, you know, all their filmings and right. people. He said, uh, you know, he hopes, he wants to get help get them booked places and things like that after this is all done. Nice. You know, maybe our pineapple some of them peeps and our Danny Jordans and our... Right. All those people, yeah, that have showed up. Some so, of these guys, like Pineapple Pete, at least mm-hmm. right off bat, he's going to get... He's going to get any oh, spots yeah. wanting him big time. Yeah. And Danny if, Jordan for both AEW. her NWA and her AEW appearances. Right. And that's if AEW doesn't sign these guys up. Right. So, honestly, I'd like to see... I think AEW... Taking on Pineapple Pete would be really good. Um, I think Danny Jordan needs a little bit more experience. She does. Still, she's on TV full time. Yeah, she needs more time. She needs um, more training. Yeah, she's only been with us a few years. She's so. hungry. And that's actually all I had that you didn't have. So, right. I've had a busy week. I've worked, I don't know, 56 hours this week. Well, to then, how about we get into double or nothing? Yeah. Once and or. No, stand. Wills. Want some Wills. As you buds know, Double or Nothing's mm-hmm. coming up next Saturday. Yeah. 
And even though BJ and I will record another podcast before then, you won't hear it until then. Right. So if anything changes... We'll update you. Yeah. You'll hear about it Sunday after the fact. Right. Well, how so, about it? Let's start off, BJ. Right. What do we got on the card? Uh, pre-show is going to be Private Party versus the Breast, breast Friends. Best Friends. Uh, for the number one contendership match for the AEW tag titles. Best friends want and will. Me too. Yep. Same. Yeah. Yeah, they've been, especially, I mean, you know, for them, for how much they stepped up and wrestled, what, like nine times in like two days of those tapings was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, they, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker is going to take on Chris Statlander. I want, want and will Britt Baker. Me too. Yeah. Yeah, um, if this was before all this stuff happened and Bert Baker I would have had a bridge, yeah, yeah, but not now. Yeah. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida, no DQ match. I want Hikaru Shida to win, mm. but I'm pretty sure Nyla Rose is going to retain. Yep, same, same, the same, same. This happens a lot when we do AEW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, MJF is going to take on Jungle Boy. MJF want and will. It's going to be dirty, Wardlow's going to do something, or something's going to happen, yeah. but I want MJF. I think MJF... Because <sighs> I want I want another match down the road where Jungle Boy gets it yeah. in front of a crowd. Yeah. There's never going to be real crowds again. I think MJF will. I want MJF. I kind of well. want Jungle Boy, though. MJF's one of my favorite characters. I know. Plus, you know me. I've always had my soft spot for the heels, man. Right. I know. I mean, I do, too, but... Like, in my head, like, I want MJF to come up with excuses afterwards why he... Couldn't beat Jungle Boy. Couldn't beat Jungle Boy. And just, like, stupid excuses like he did the fake injury. I mean, the the thing is, is either way it happens, MJF is going to be a fucking genius. Right. And if they would start booking Jungle Boy right, he could be their top baby face. Yeah. I mean, yeah. These two will be the future of AEW. For sure. For sure. And we're getting a glimpse of the future Mm -hmm. next week. Um, Okay. So, so the casino ladder match. So far, we have six people announced. There's going to be nine total. Yes. Um, and the way this works, I don't know if we talked about it, but yeah, it's kind of like a Royal Rumble. Every, new competitor every 90 seconds, and it's going to be like a ladder match. Mm-hmm. But you can get the briefcase or whatever it's going to be. Oh, it's a poker chip or yeah, something. Yeah, it's a poker chip yeah. for the double or nothing kind yeah. of thing. And yeah, whoever wins gets a future title shot. So yeah, um, so the, far and the now, match can end before everybody's right. in the ring as well. As soon yeah, as someone so climbs could be, the ladder and takes the poker chip, the match could be over before the third person even gets into the match. Right, it won't happen. I imagine yeah. everybody gets in, but at least in this first one. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see how so it is Darby Allen, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Scorpio Sky, and Kip Sabian. None of those guys. No. Uh, I don't know. Probably none of those guys. If I have to pick someone on this list... Darby Allen? A Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky would Scorpio be good. Scorpio Sky, yeah. Because I think Darby still needs to lose a little bit more for this Taz thing. Okay. Um, if that's where they're going, right. yeah. And I think I want Orange Cassidy and Phoenix to kind of break off in their own little feud after this. So, and not Cabana or Kip Sabian. So, Cabana versus Moxley could be fun, though. It could Just be. for, like, a little one-off on a dynamite, right. you know. 
Because this, that's the thing. This doesn't have to be for at a big show or anything special. It's just, you know, it's true. So, I don't know. Anyway. If Lance Archer doesn't win his match, he shows up for this and wins it. He comes in like ninth because he beat the fuck out of whoever was supposed to that be the last be, guy yeah. in. And he wins it. That would be dope. That'd be fun. It'd be that a good be way to enough. let him get his heat back if he mm-hmm. ends up losing to Cody. Yeah. Or get some of it back and look right. like more of a badass again by the end of the night. Yeah. Um, Ten could win it. That'd be interesting, too. Wouldn't especially it? with Brody, Mr. Brody, mm-hmm. already in the title match. Right. Yeah. A lot of good stuff could happen here. Right. Anyone. So. You never know with AEW. No. It could be fucking Jake the Snake. <laughs> it could be. It's true. It probably won't be, but it right? could be. The original DDT versus the paradigm shift. God. Anyway. Just imagine it. Jake and his prime but, against right, Moxley right. for the world championship. Right. Fuck yeah. Could you imagine that? The promos they cut on the lead up oh and shit. Oh my god. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, stadium stampede match. Mm-hmm. The elite versus the inner circle. So. <sighs> this one's tough. I know, right? I don't care. I just want to have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I know that. I think the um, inner circle. I don't have a want. I want to have fun. I think mm-hmm. the inner circle are going to win. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think the inner circle because um, they need more of the momentum and like. I think we need to tease more of the hangman stuff. I'm hoping that's what costs the team. Right. That the team losses something with hangman and mm-hmm. Matt or hangman and Omega right. and Matt or yeah. something. Right. And then the final straw is when they face finally face the best best friends for they lose ten, the they tag lose team them. titles right mm-hmm. great yeah I'd be down mm-hmm. uh, TNT championship Cody versus Lance Archer one and will Lance Archer yeah for sure all day every day um, and our main event AW <laughs> World Championship John Moxley versus Brody Lee I want Brody but I think Moxley's gonna retain. Retain. Yeah. Brody could win the match, but I think Moxley retains the title at the end of the night. Yeah. That's where I'm sitting. That's my... Yeah. Right. But I want want Brody, honestly. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I'd like to see Dean chasing through the summer to get it back at uh, All In or All Out or whatever they're going to call it this year. All All Sideways. All Sideways. That's what we've been calling it. All Next Door. Um, Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that takes us on to number 67, Max Mm -hmm. Buck. Or Matt Jackson for you not 2011 TNA fans out there. Fun story. I never knew they went by names other than Matt and Nick Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, Max Buck? Why does he look like Matt Jackson? Because he is Max Mm -hmm. Jackson. Uh, I do go first. I watched Matt Jackson or Max Buck take on Frankie Kazarian. For the X Division Championship. This was a TNA 2011 sacrifice. Um, I, I will say my biggest takeaway from this match... Mm-hmm. The, when the match started, the first thing that caught my attention is how fucking good Matt Jackson was in this match. I'm like, this is from fucking nine years ago. Matt Jackson's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And then, like, the second thing that hit me was... Man, Kazarian has come so fucking far. Like, he was good in 2011, but man, he's so much better now. Then I realized the reason Matt Jackson looks good 
is because he wrestled exactly the same in 2011 as I watch him wrestle right now in 2020. Yeah. Nothing's fucking changed. Right. So he was amazing back then. He should be one of the best wrestlers alive, and I feel mm-hmm. like his brother's better now because mm-hmm. I just don't feel like he's improved that much. Yeah. And that's why he's going to fall back so far. Mm-hmm. Kazem did end up winning the match with a Shining Wizard. Oh, nice. And it was cool because the announce being Taz and Mike Tanay made a big mm-hmm. deal about how that's not a normal move for Kaz. Yeah. And that after he tried his finisher of whatever the fuck it was three times mm-hmm. on Matt and couldn't put him away, he ended up pulling out a brand new move to do it, which was the Shiny Wizard. And they yeah. talked about how genius Kaz was because he always evolved in that way. Right. When something doesn't work, he tried and he tried and he tried and it didn't work. So instead of trying too many times and then it ended up costing him, you know, for going to the well too many times, right. he changed it up and got the win. Nice. So I liked how they told the story. I liked the, I liked the That's story cool. of the match in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, there would have been no story of the match without the announcers, unfortunately. Right. But that's what Taz and Mike Tanae bring to the table when you got guys of that caliber on your announce team. They were the highlight of it. Um, nice. But it was still a good match. I mean, you're talking about Matt Jackson and Frankie Kazarian. I guess I should clarify. I'm not like I don't like hate Matt Jackson or anything. Right. I just don't think he's as good as his brother. Right. And like they're a good tag team. I just don't think they're as good as they think they are. Maybe. Maybe. Like singularly. And as a tag team, I'm not the. I don't think they're. I mean, they're good, but I don't think they're as great as everybody else seems to. Mm. I've just never seen that greatness come through yeah. with them. Okay. Honestly, I'd rather watch Nick Jackson single wrestle most of the time. But like, it's because. They do moves. They're lucha style too much. Yeah. I want stories in my wrestling. Um, he's gonna fall right below Nick. I, I feel like he's he's right. just below Nick, and Nick's that little bit better. I think if Matt would have improved from this match, though, God, he should be fucking amazing. Right. He was doing shit in this match. I couldn't believe that he was doing at that age. Like, and it looked just as good as when he does it today. His backflips and mm. just oh, man, I love it. yeah. They had some really cool spots, too, where they were... It's like they both went into them. Actually, both matches I had for both the Jacksons, I swear they both went in with the cheat code for, like, unlimited reversals unlocked or something like that. Because that's what it looked like for the first five minutes. Nice. How about your match, BJ? Okay, so I watched... I watched Matt versus uh, Kushida. Okay. Um, so this was pretty cool. I found the video together, and I like the way they did this. So this was from the 2014 uh, Best of the Super Juniors. Okay. So at the time, Kushida and Alex Shelley are tag team partners, and obviously Matt and Nick are tag team partners. So this night, Nick was taking on Alex Shelley. Okay. And Matt was taking on... Um, Kushida in the tournament. Nice. So they actually, the video was all put together. The way they did it during the show was they actually came down both as tag teams and then um, Nick took on uh, Alex Shelley first and then right after Kushida took on Matt Jackson. Oh, that's dope. So it was really cool. That and they were both really at cool. ringside for each other's matches and stuff. I, re- yeah, that's I really, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that's cool. The way they did that's, that. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this was. This is the Kushida I need to see in NXT. First off, um, this Kushida was fucking fantastic. I've heard if I go back and watch what like, he did pre NXT and shit, yeah. that I'd be a big. To fan me, of he was the star of all of this. Nice. <laughs> like he was great. Um, yeah, Matt. I mean, Matt was really good. I love the like you said. I love the match. There was interference again by both of them. You know, um, it's New Japan, right? And that's what they did there. Uh, 
But yeah, I I really enjoyed this match. This was one of the better matches I've seen in all of our so far. That's dope. Um, yeah, I did like it. Uh, Kushida ended up picking up the win here um, because I don't even remember what happened. But either way, Kushida did pick up the win. But it was. Um, but here's my thing. Yeah. Again, I th- I do think they I like their tag team styles, and if you go watch, you need to watch more of their early New Japan stuff. I think I need to watch the Ring of Honor stuff, and that too, yeah, because they do more storytelling there. Um, but they've started shifting to it mm-hmm. here in 2020, and I've started to become a bigger fan. But they've been yeah. off TV because they weren't at the last taping, so I haven't right. seen them for five weeks. Yeah. So, um, and they've been involved in a bigger storyline than just the two yeah. of them for a while now as well. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually excited to see more of them because yeah. they are good wrestlers. I right. can't take that away from them. Right. It's just not my style of wrestling. Right. But they. Um, but where do you think about Matt versus Nick, and where's so, that going to fall on the list here? What do you think? So yeah, that's that's kind of my thought. Like he is going to go behind Nick, just behind him. Um, and it's it to me. It comes down to Matt's versus Nick's selling. Yeah, Nick's way is what it comes to. way better. Um, because like Nick's match, yeah, he was selling really well. Matt would sell really well until it was time to do the next thing. Right. Yep. And that's the problem. You know, he's standing there holding his his back one minute, and then he's just he's oh, giving him a, doing stuff normally, doing a super kick like, and doesn't even sell it right after, and he's fine. Like. Yep. Yeah, that I didn't. I didn't. Same. Um, so, so yeah, that's why he's gonna fall just behind him. But I am gonna have him like a little said, bit farther, down. a little bit ahead of where you're Makes putting sense. them. So, well, join us next week, Spud, as we watch number sixty-six, Kushida. Mm-hmm. And number, oh, is he really? He sure is. And number sixty-five, yeah. Zach Saber. I'm Jr. excited. Like after today, I'm even more excited because I'm totally going back and finding. I am too, but not only matches. that, but as you know, Zach Saber Jr. Well, is one oh, of my yeah. favorite wrestlers in the world. So. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, so Zach Saber Jr. is our second dude. So this is going to be a fun week next yeah, week, Buzz. You guys I, yeah. better make sure you come back for that I love one. Zach. Like. When we saw him at that Progress show, that was like the best match that day. I loved that. And then he sat beside us when he ate his beans and rice afterwards, too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, tell us about the time you ate beans and rice with Zack Sabre Jr. Buds. Or the time Tony Storm uh, (laughs) winked at you. Yeah, and blew you a little kiss and whispered sweet nothings into your ear. God, I wish. You can hit us up at... But W on the Twitter or email to Gmail at the same. Maybe if Tyler Bate listens to this, he'll he'll spread he'll the let word. us know. Maybe yeah. uh, you, you can <laughs> have a D A double R E double L underscore G U N S on the and, Twitter. And uh, remember, Tony, you can slip in those DMs at Beach two thousand four. That's B W E J two double zero. See, I like going so long to make it awkward for Daryl. Four. <laughs> that's that awkward leave us a five star comment rating review like right. share subscribe right. all the good stuff yeah, hit the buttons friends. click the shit yeah tell your friends tell your enemies tell your dog tell your cat tell everyone from a safe six foot distance wear your mask mm-hmm. wash your hands don't, don't eat ass, ass. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> stay safe buds we right. love you until next time that's BJ over there Ooh, that's yeah. Daryl over there peace out guys see you, see you later no bye
sound check time o'clock. Time o'clock. Time o'clock? No, it's 402. 7.05. Literally, as you said it. Like, yeah. I watched it. I looked. When you said 4.0, I looked up and I watched it switch from 2 to 3. That's fantastic right. time. Fucking clock trying to make you a liar. Alright man, whenever you're ready.